Kyle took another half-dozen pictures and repocketed the camera. You're actually a victim of your own good work, if that's any consolation. Nobody knows who you are down here, not even the local FBI. That's why I chose you. I selected you out of all the agents working in the United States. You, Max. Can you guess why? His voice had changed as he spoke. It was more nasal now with the same shades of Brooklyn accent that laced the real Max Siegel's speech. This will never work! You're insane! Siegel screamed at him. You're fucking mad! By some standards, I think that might be true, Kyle said. But I'm also the most brilliant son of a bitch you'll ever have the pleasure to know. Then he pulled the trigger one more time and just let the thing run. Siegel writhed mutely on the bottom of the tub. Eventually, he began to gag on his own tongue. Kyle watched, carefully noting every detail all the way to the end, studying his subject until there was nothing left to learn. Let's hope this works, he said. Wouldn't want you to have died for nothing, Mr. Siegel. Twenty-two days later, a man bearing a striking resemblance to Max Siegel checked out of the Hotel Melia Habana in the ritzy Miramar section of Habana, Cuba. He signed the bill with a perfectly replicated signature and kept the charges on Max Siegel's brand-new American Express card. The surgeries, however, had been paid for in cash. From the hotel, he caught a cab across town to Dr. Cruz's office discreetly tucked into one of the city's endless neoclassic arcades. Inside was a full-service, completely staffed modern clinic that would have made a high-priced plastic surgeon in Miami or Palm Beach proud. I have to tell you, Senor Seal, that I'm quite pleased with this. The doctor spoke softly as he removed the last of the bandages. It is some of the best work I've ever done, if I may say so. Dr. Cruz had performed seven separate procedures, something that might have taken months or even a year elsewhere. There was blepharoplasty for the eyelids, a template rhinoplasty for the nose, with a complete elevation of the skin and soft tissue in the nasal pyramid, new medpore implants for more prominent cheekbones and chin, a sliding genioplasty of the jawbone, a little silicone augmentation for the brow, and as a finishing touch, a nice little cleft in the chin, just like Max Siegel's. At the patient's request, no electronic imaging had been taken before or after the procedures. For the right rate, Dr. Cruz had been more than willing to work from a series of digital blow-ups in hard copy, no questions asked, no interest in any biophysical detail. Now, when he held up the large hand mirror for Kyle to see his reflection, the effect was stunning. The implants, especially, were like a miracle of change. Max, not Kyle, smiled back from the mirror. He felt a slight sting at the corners of his mouth, which didn't move quite the same way as before. In fact, he didn't recognize himself at all. It was a total mindfuck, in the best possible way. There had been other disguises in the past, including some very expensive prosthetics that had gotten him out of prison— but they were nothing compared to this. He left the clinic in an excellent mood, 
and took another cab straight to Jose Marti International Airport. From there, he caught a flight back to Miami with a connection to Washington, D.C. that same afternoon for the main event. Already, his thoughts had begun to coalesce around one idea, meeting up with his old friend and sometimes partner, Alex Cross. Had Alex forgotten the promises Kyle had made to him over the years? That didn't seem possible. But had Cross grown just a little complacent in the meantime? Maybe so. In any case, the great Alex Cross was going to die, and die badly. There would be pain, but even more than that, regret. It would be a finale worth waiting for, no question. Book One, Shooter Ready.